previously on Growing Up Gilmore. But to me, it feels like he's saying, you can call me dad. <laughs> Basically, right. Rory's like, are you are you breaking up with him? Lorelai can't even get it out of her mouth that that's what she's doing. Can you please decide what you're going to do? Because I'd really rather you not make out with Mrs. Collins in my French class. And Lorelai ends the argument by saying, no promises until I see what she looks like. Where we get to see their first true dynamic of what the rest of their relationship is going to be like. Hello everyone, this is Amy. And this is Elise. And we are Growing Up Gilmore. This week we are tackling Season 1, Episode 12, Double Date. This is one of Elise's favorite episodes from Season 1. Yep. Yeah. I love it. So we are going to start with our usual spiel of Mm -hmm. the writer and director. So Elise, who directed this episode? Lev L. Spiro. Okay. This is his first episode that he's directed, and he's going to go on to direct P.S. I Love. I hate to say that. P.S. I I Love. Yeah. Yeah, that one. (laughs) Um, He's also directed for Dawson's Creek. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Like everyone else. Like everyone else. Dawson's Creek must have went through... A new director every episode, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, the OC, One Tree Hill, My Name is Earl, Arrested Development, Okay. Ugly Betty, and Weeds. Awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the writer? Amy Sherman Palladino. Okay. So, I always said I'm going to give a fun fact. Here's her fun fact. So, the quickness of the dialogue of Gilmore Girls mm-hmm. and how she likes to write continuously going on forward is developed by her dad, actually. Oh, really? She took that from her father. And her father was a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. And he got his style of quickness of dialogue or delivery of jokes from something called Borscht Belt style comedian style. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's interesting. So it's kind of homage to her father. I love that. I know. Yeah. I wonder if Mrs. Maisel is, like, a continuance of that. Oh, it is. I feel like yeah. that is even faster than yeah. Gilmore Girls. Oh, my Girls. gosh, yeah. She talks so fast on that yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. That show is so great. Mm-hmm. Well, we are going to dive right in. Let's not waste any time because this is mm-hmm. such a good episode. Back in our very first episode, we talked a little bit about how Amy Sherman Palladino said there were moments in season one that felt like filler or quite literally were filler moments. And the beginning of this episode feels very filler. It is. It definitely is. Very little dialogue. I think Rory just says, Mom. And then it shows them getting ready for the Making day. breakfast. And uh, the studio did not trust that so she would make a big script. Amy would have a huge script. And they'd be like, you need to cut this down. And she's like, fine, okay, I'll do what you say. But then they had to have a 45-minute episode. So they had to come up with something because the dialogue is so quick and so fast. And this is written by Amy. So that makes sense that this, it, this literally opens with nothing <laughs> except yeah. for getting ready. Right. And it's kind of a cool moment because you get to see how they, like, work around Mm -hmm. and with each other each morning. But that's something we don't necessarily need to see either. I think think this filler scene is pretty decently done. It's It seems like an 80s movies kind of thing. Oh, absolutely. Um, So they did well with it where we had a filler scene, I think, when... Rory's first day at Chilton. Yeah, where they're driving down the highway. Because I remember being like, we don't need to see them driving down the highway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So that this was more, this was executed better. Definitely. I think so too. It just felt more, I organized is not the right word, but it felt cohesive. It was like, it was choreographed. Is that a word? Choreographed. Yeah. <laughs> that word. Yeah. Well, it was done it well. Was. Yeah. It, you know, there was a flow and she's making the breakfast and getting the pop tarts and then they walk out the door and Rory has a clipper in her hair and Rory's tying her mom's neck 
That's the part they, I love. Lorelai grabs her coffee cup. Yep. They're both, Rory, she's holding two coffee cups in her hand. And Rory has a Pop-Tart sticking out of her mouth. Yep. So she can free up her hands to tie Lorelai's top. Yep. And, and then she takes, Rory takes the coffee cup back and then Lorelai takes the little hair barrette out of her hair and looks at it like this is ugly and tosses it. Yeah. It was cute. It's cute. And mm-hmm. the, no dialogue, but we got everything we needed to know about the two yep. of them. I wonder if a scene like that would have been as executed as well had it been earlier in the series. But now we're 12 episodes in. They've spent a lot of mm-hmm. time together at this point. And I'm sure and on camera and off camera, they are very motherly and mm-hmm. like daughterly to each other. Yeah, it was really cute. And I kind of wondered, too, if Amy at this point, 12 episodes in, figured, oh, I know the studio is going to tell me, cut this script down, so I'll just kind of plan for something almost. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, yeah, because they're not wearing these outfits. Lorelai's not wearing the same outfit later. Oh. So I don't think this... Yeah, they but, possibly but, could have not even been from the same day necessarily. Yeah, they might have just had to last minute film something. Let's get to some dialogue, please, because this episode has some amazing, amazing quotes and jokes. And <sighs> my husband really okay. enjoys this episode. This too. is a perfect episode. I agree. After the credits, we are met with a bunch of CDs thrown onto the table, and Rory and Lane discussing all of the different random CDs that Lane got, and they settle on a CD by Claudine Langer. 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 I don't know. My French is only as as good as Emily in Paris has taught me. Oh, I love French though. <laughs> but they're playing this song. They're talking about Lane's new love interest. And once Lane establishes who this person is, he's friends with Dean, blah, blah, blah. Lorelai comes rushing in and does like this fabulous manic monologue mm-hmm. about... I was born to do this monologue and I'm so mad that she got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so she comes in for this first part of the monologue And it's about how she has like 6,000 things, case studies she needs to read. And she doesn't just have business school. She has a job and she has a kid and all of these things she has to do. And if she doesn't do this and she fails, she knows that 18-year-old girl behind her named Nat is going to pass the test and give her a dirty look for the rest of the week. And if that happens, then she's just going to break down and cry. Mm -hmm. And at that point, Rory says, do you need us to turn the music down? (laughs) She's like, yes, please. So then Lorelai goes back in. She turns the music down and they continue talking about Todd with Lane, Lane and Rory. Mm -hmm. And as they continue talking about Todd, we find out that Lane has loved him for, I don't know how long, but (laughs) two seconds. She wants Rory to ask Dean to ask Todd out for a date with Lane and Lane says, and you and Dean should be there too. And it needs to be Sunday and it needs to be after church. So there's all of these time constraints and workarounds that they have to do because it's Lane. At that point, Lorelai comes back in and she says it's too quiet and then goes on her second rant about how maybe she should just be happy for what she has and how she has arms and legs. And there are some people out there that don't have arms and legs. So maybe I should just be happy. I like my job. I like working at the inn. I like where I live. I like my life the way it is. Do I really need to go to business school to make my life better? And goes on and on and on and on and on. And then at the end, Rory says, go study. And she says, oh, Walmart is so boring. <laughs> She's and, studying about Walmart. Yeah. Phenomenon. And then goes back into the kitchen. Rory and Lane establish that Lane has moved on from Rich Blumenfeld. She goes, yeah, it's totally different. First of all, this guy's name is Todd. Totally different guy. I've moved on. I just love Lane. 
<laughs> so boy crazy. I know. And Rory hesitantly agrees that she will talk to Dean about Todd and see if there's something she can do. Lane is so thankful. Rory says, you're welcome, Yoko, at the end. And I'm like, that's a horrible. It's a callback joke to the beginning of the scene. Yeah, because Lane was defending Yoko Ono, saying she's a misunderstood artist. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's why Rory. Because people get so caught up in the drama between her and John Lennon and mm-hmm. the Beatles ending and whatever. And then Lorelai decides, you know what? I'm just going to come in and sit in between the girls and forget studying. Let's do something fun instead. <laughs> and that's where the scene ends. And I think it's cute to see Lorelai studying and not Rory. This is very different mm-hmm. for their relationship. But I do see... How Lorelai has a, a hard time missing out on stuff. Mm-hmm. I think Lorelai's like undiagnosed ADD. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. This is me when I have to work on stuff. I yeah. Get, then I find studying a gives me other anxiety. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. I feel I feel it. Yeah. But. And it's also this scene's cool because it's setting up. This is our first glimpse of double date. Mm hmm. So we're setting up the scenario that it's going to be literally double, double date because Lane is going to go on a double date with Dean. And- I think then the audience can assume then that with the title being double date, that the double date is going to be Lane, Todd, and Rory and Dean. And I think that's really fun because we get a little surprise into the rest of the episode. So let's see where that takes us. <laughs> We transition to Michelle and Lorelai at the Independence Inn, and Michelle breaks the news to Lorelai that they are overbooked. Not sure how it happened, but they are. Lorelai fixes the problem quickly and says, I need to go get coffee. She goes into the kitchen. Suki is making baked Alaska. Jackson comes in with a crate full of carrots, and there's a very awkward, like, tension. There's very awkward feelings going on here between the two of them. And when Jackson leaves, Lorelai is like, what did I just watch? What just happened? And Suki says, well, he hasn't asked me out yet. I asked him if he wanted to go to dinner and he hasn't said anything about actually going to dinner. And Lorelai says, if you want to go to dinner, you should just ask him. Suki's saying she wants to be the girl in this situation. She wants to be asked. And Lorelai says, if you wait for him to ask you, you're giving up the opportunity. She pushes Suki to call Jackson's phone and leave a message. And she does this great, like, little rambling thing where she's like, oh, it's Suki and it's not an emergency. Don't worry. But um, the carrots look great and they should probably be, like, in a vase. I don't even want to eat them. And then she's like... Uh, just call me back when you get this. Okay, bye. And the whole time she's leaving the message, she's like twirling her hair with her wooden spoon and like hitting herself with it. And Lorelai takes it away from her. And because she's like, she's like gonna write something down, but she starts using the spoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lorelai so tells her to start planning what to say when he does call back and where could they go to eat when he calls back. And she's like, oh, I can do prep. Prep is easy. So then she starts to write with the spoon instead of a pen. Mm -hmm. It's exciting to see Suki flustered and excited and hopeful and... Well, it's funny because now they don't know how to communicate almost, her and Jackson. Mm-hmm. So uh, they used to like banter about the condition of the produce and now he just doesn't know what to say. Right. And I think that the reason he didn't plan the date is because I think he thinks that Suki needs to bring it up or something. Yeah. And that maybe she changed her mind. I think so too. I think it's like a an unsure thing. Yeah, he's like, maybe she changed her mind, doesn't actually want to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. It makes me think of my husband and I went on our first date and we actually met as roommates. And after we went on our first date, it was like a whole month of nothing. We didn't go on another date or anything because he was in Les Mis. And so he was really busy. And then finally it got to the point where it was like, are we going on a second date or did you not like the first, (laughs) like, did you not like the first date? And so I can kind of understand that like awkwardness because we live together. So we would still see each other all the time. But Mm -hmm. it was like, is this, uh, is this happening or not? Or like what, what needs to happen here for this to continue? (laughs) 
it's hard to put yourself out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't think Suki has ever done that before. Or if she has, maybe she's received rejection for that. Mm -hmm. Because it seems like she's very new to the idea of being in a relationship. Yeah. And like, or taking the reins almost too, Mm -hmm. of, Mm -hmm. you know, asking him out. Yeah. And I think Lorelai gives her great advice. If you want this to work out, you might have to put forth the effort first. Mm-hmm. Don't let the opportunity well, pass you. Yep. Not, it's not going to happen if you don't try. Exactly. You're not going to win the lottery if you don't buy a lottery ticket. And I will say it's really nice that Lorelai is being supportive considering how the last episode ended with her like crying in her bed. Mm -hmm. over Max and it's nice to see her like be excited for Suki and not down in the dumps pity me yeah when will I find someone you know whatever she's like totally moved past it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I love that and I boss bitching this moment yes exactly and I think it's just fun and refreshing and it's exciting to have like a a vibrant fun episode Mm -hmm. after Paris is burning Mm this episode we did Suki's Baked Alaska with a little bit of a cheat because I don't have a candy thermometer so I couldn't do the meringue with the syrup. I just did Suki's brownie recipe that Christy Carlson has and then followed the ice cream selection that Christy Carlson uses for the Baked Alaska and I would a thousand percent give this five out of five stars hollows. Yep. Five stars hollows for me. It was delicious. Mm -hmm. I highly recommend Even just the brownie recipe. Rory is sitting outside of Stars Hollow High School. She had a half day of school today, so she decided to surprise Dean. And he is so excited to see her sitting outside on the bench that he basically cannot even keep his hands off of her the entire time they're sitting there. And I wish you could all see Elisa's face right now because she is just like disgusted (laughs) and Rory is trying to talk to him about Todd and Lane but every time she tries to talk to him he's like kissing her and finally she says stop I need to talk to you about something he really does not take no for an answer he just wants to make out on this bench yeah I just (laughs) it's interesting because I think this episode shows us that there are some similarities between Dean and Max as far as like the pressuring goes or the pushing the relationship to go faster. And I know Dean has already been in a relationship prior to his relationship with Rory, but Rory has never been in a relationship before. This is all new to her. And she does not seem like the type of girl that would want things to go quickly. Mm -hmm. She's kind of learning as she's going. And I sometimes get the feeling that Dean feels like it's not moving fast enough. Yeah, in this moment, he just wants to make out. But she's like, I want to talk. Yeah, I have something to talk to you about. Mm -hmm. That's important. And he's just like, oh, fine, we have to talk. Yeah, and then when she does talk to him, he's like, I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think that's going to work out. I don't Mm -hmm. think Todd would like Lane. And it's like, okay, well, it doesn't matter what you think. It matters what Todd thinks. And if Mm -hmm. Todd wants to go, great. If Todd doesn't want to go... Then we'll handle it when we get there. But at this point, let's go with what Todd wants to do and then go from there. Yeah, that's I think why I get so annoyed with Dean is that he is always in the stance of like, I'm annoyed that you would even bring this up and I'm just go with the flow a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It just annoys me. I agree. It's like. Can you just listen to your girlfriend, please, yeah. and and do something that she wants to do? Or it's not hurting anybody. She's not asking you to break any laws. It's a double date. Yeah, just see if he's interested or it's set harmless. it up. Yep, yeah, exactly. Why do they keep finding these men that just want them to be different people? And we really get a taste of that in that damn Donna Reed. Mm-hmm. But my husband thinks that we're way too hard on yeah. Dean. And I do feel like I'm very hard on him and I don't feel bad, but <laughs> uh, 
I don't know. And I think also try to see this um, in more of a positive light, I guess, if I can try to give Dean a break. Mm -hmm. Maybe he just knows Todd's a dumbass and that Lane's too smart for him. Well, and I think that could be part of it. And he just met Todd. Yeah. This is his first year Mm -hmm. there, so he barely knows Todd. Yeah. And so I'm sure he's like, who cares? You know, Mm -hmm. like, this isn't a big deal. Maybe he's not into dating, you know, whatever. And I just think maybe Lane's not even on their radar at school. So that's a whole other part of it, too. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think that's a good point. Yeah. It's, I just, it annoys me because that, I think that he is so, well, this is what I want, so, and it's very similar to Max. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I think it's interesting that we see those parallels between their relationships Mm -hmm. because so often I think people are like, well, Lorelai and Rory are like polar opposites, but really we see how motherly and daughterly they are together through the relationships that they have. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of similarities in their relationships. Oh, totally. And and in their friendships, even. I mm-hmm. mean, that's how we see how alike they are. It's not when the two of them are together doing things. It's when they're apart doing things that we see how similar they are. Yeah. I mean, you can be similar to somebody, but be very opposite of them, too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just think this show gets stereotyped in that yeah. they're a mother-daughter, and they're so much alike where they spend so much time together, but we don't really see how alike they are until they are not in the same room together. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, yeah. And I love that. Me too. Because I feel like we're breaking a, a mother-daughter stereotype that way. Mm-hmm. Back at the Independence Inn, we get our new little twist on this episode when Suki says that she asked Jackson out on a date, but found out that his cousin is in town. And Lorelai said, oh, well, then you can just go next weekend And Suki tells her, that's a really great idea. I wish I would have thought of that when I was talking to him because I said we could just go on a double date. And Lorelai was like, with who? And she's like, you're my best friend, right? And she's like, yeah, I'm your best friend, right? Yeah. So what are best friends for? And basically cons Lorelai into going on this double date with her and Jackson and Jackson's cousin, who's a real treasure. Mm -hmm. And I love, love, love that their first date is with Lorelai. Mm -hmm. Like, what a great person to be like commentary on your first date. (laughs) So she agrees to go. So they'll go on Sunday. So now we have four couples now going on double dates on Sunday. Or two couples. How do you say that? I Two couples going on double dates? I don't know. Yeah, I... Whatever. I'm not going (laughs) to... No. I'm not even addressing it. We have four couples that are going on dates on Sunday. Yes. There we go. Great. (laughs) And we get to see in the next scene... The stress and excitement beforehand, which is always very fun. Lorelai and Suki are getting ready for the double date, and it's so sweet. Lorelai doing her makeup, and she's got curlers in her hair, and Rory comes up and she says to Suki that she looks so pretty. Mm-hmm. The audience can tell that Suki is very excited and very nervous. She ends up going into a whole spiel where she says... He's my produce guy. What if what if it doesn't go well? And then she's like, "Oh my god, I'm in his I'm in his employer. This is I'm a sexual <laughs> harasser." <laughs> and Lorelai just responds with, "Well, then we'll need fake eyelashes too." <laughs> and she says, "Suki, tonight you might fall in love or you might find that it's not what you wanted it to be. And no matter what happens, it's fine. It'll work out how it's supposed to work mm-hmm. out. A date is supposed to be fun, so. Right. I think Lorelai's a good a good hype person to oh, have totally. in this situation. Mm-hmm. It's probably for the best that it is a double date since Suki is feeling so unsure about everything. Well, she likes him so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She even says it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And parallel to that, then, we have Lane and Rory getting ready for their double date 
And they are trying to come up with the story that they're going to tell their parents. So they say they're going to go to a movie with Dean and Dean's friend is just going to happen to be there. And we can't be rude and not invite him to sit down with us. So we'll just invite him to sit down with us and we'll all see the movie together. And it's pretty clear that Lorelai, or not Lorelai, Rory is uncomfortable telling a white lie about the situation to her mom. I think especially with everything that happened with Dean before, she doesn't want to lie. But Lane kind of convinces her this is the only way it's going to work, is if both moms don't know the whole story. Mm -hmm. Because Rory makes it pretty clear that she knows Lorelai would not be okay knowing that they're lying to Mrs. Kim. She says it's like a mother code. She's not going to lie to another mom about the situation. So they have to essentially lie to both of them instead. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's this really cute moment where Lane says, how do I look? And Rory says, you look too good for for him. And Lane goes, that's exactly what I was going for. (laughs) Like, okay, Lane. And as they are getting ready to leave, Suki comes down the stairs. And I love Suki, but what the hell is this hairstyle? <laughs> she comes down, and her dress is really cute, but her hair is like you're going to get married or to like prom. Like prom in the early 2000s. This big beauty queen updo. Yeah. It's a little much for me. Yeah. It's like a... A modern beehive. Yeah. (laughs) It's a lot. Like, there has to be, like, 500 bobby pins in that for Mm. sure. And it looked so cute when she was pulling it out of the curlers. Yeah. It's like, why didn't you just leave it down? Yeah, or halfway up. Come on. Come on, Lana Del Rey. Yeah. (laughs) Love her. So, I'll just start it with that. I think the hair is not a vibe, but that's... (laughs) Totally fine. They're getting ready now to go meet Jackson, and then we are going to meet Jackson's cousin. And this is quite the the introduction that we get to have with him. Lorelai answers the door, and Jackson is there with his cousin, who we find out is named Rune. And Suki comes forward, and they have this great moment between... Suki and Jackson, where they're like, hi, 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 hi. And like Lorelai's like, okay, um, <laughs> do you guys want to come in for a minute? And Lorelai introduces herself to Rune and she puts her hand out to shake his hand. And Rune says to Jackson, can I, can I talk to you for a minute? He alone? looks disgusted. Yes. Jackson brings him outside. Rune's like, that's Lorelai. Did you notice how tall she is? <laughs> Why would you think I'd want to go on a date with a basketball player? <laughs> He's just cutting her down, man. And then it continues on. and It cuts to Suki and Lorelai, who can hear everything that they're saying. And then it cuts back to Jackson saying, You should be quiet. They can probably hear you. And He's like, why don't you just go and have a good time? He's like totally taking on our philosophy. Yeah. Like how Dean, yes. how he said Dean should just be like, just go and try it. Mm-hmm. So Dean, or... Jackson's like, just what's the worst thing that can happen? Yeah. Um, side note, this rune is played by Max Perlich. Okay. I think he steals the show. Oh, number in this episode, absolutely. Number one. Yeah. Also, he's on Buffy. He's oh, a character. Really? Yeah, I think in season three. Okay. You get to see him too, which is kind of a fun I love that. Crossover. But okay. yeah. No, it's so funny because it, it's so genius because we're just so used to every man falling in love with Lorelai. I know. She's such a beautiful woman, and he thinks she's disgusting. It is amazing. And well, he's yeah. not very hot. No, he's not <laughs> great looking by my standards. No. But I just, Jackson's like, you need to be quiet. They're going to hear you. And he's like, I bet she can hear me. Did you see those ears? And it's like, you can't even see her <laughs> He has ears. total short man syndrome. Uh, yes, that's exactly what it is. Yep. Yeah. So they end up coming back because Jackson, like you said, convinces him to just 
have fun. He's like, come on, man. You've been sleeping on my couch. Do me a favor. Yeah, do one thing for me. Yeah. Considering how much I've done for you. So they come back and says, well, we should probably get going. And Suki's like, that sounds like a great idea. And Rune just looks at Lorelai completely disgusted. Turns around and goes to the car and Lorelai slams the door and she's like, oh my god, God, why are we doing this? Suki is my best friend and she wanted me to do this, so I'm just gonna keep going with the flow. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Yeah, exactly. They get to the restaurant and it's a French restaurant, which... I understand, like, the appeal of having, like, an expensive first date. It, like, sets the the bar. Mm-hmm. I get it. But at the same time, I feel like that puts an, an unnecessary pressure on the date to go really well. Yeah. And I was just... It's not the type of first date I would want to do. No. And I was just talking about this with my husband because New Year's Eve is our... We had our one-year wedding anniversary on New Year's Eve. And I was like, oh, we should do, like, a nice restaurant and do all this fancy stuff. And then I was like, that's not really us, like, to do a fancy restaurant. So we went to, like, this great barbecue place Mm. and played Monopoly. And we saw Beauty and the Beast. Mm -hmm. That was probably our fancy thing that we did. But it was more us. It was more comfortable. There wasn't weird pressure to, like spend a ton of money and make it look really fancy and yeah, whatever. I, mean, I almost think for the first day, it's like, well, I don't know. It's Our first weird. date was Panera Bread. Oh, okay. <laughs> and we call that high-scale hospital food. That's what <laughs> we is. call Yeah. So it's like there was very low stakes, mm-hmm. you know? And oh, I, God. I'm like, let's sit on your car and eat a slice of pizza. Yeah. I do not want to go to a French restaurant, but I understand because they're both food people. Yes. Sookie takes food very serious. And so does Jackson. And I can see how this could make the date go wrong because instantly they're talking about, are the muscles fresh? Well, you know, if muscles are fresh, they sit in their own secretion and blah, blah, blah. And Lorelai's like, I beg you, Please do not, not order, order the mussels. You cannot now. You can't bring that up and then order it. And the server comes. And she's not talking to Jackson, though, no. Suki. She is directing everything to Lorelai. Right. I don't think she's even looked at Jackson. No, since she's they sat too down. nervous. But he's like enjoying what she's saying, though. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Because he almost wanted to weigh in on the muscle comment. Like he liked that she knew so much about muscles and right. how they should be stored and. Sometimes restaurants say the mussels are fresh, but they're not actually fresh. And he seemed like he was, like, hanging on to her words. Right. But she's not looking at him. No, no. And there's this great moment between Lorelai and Brune, because Lorelai's like, you know what, I'm just going to make the best of this situation. And she's like, Rune, where did that come from? And he's like, I thought Jackson told you I came from out of town. He's like, no, like, the name, Rune. She's like, you just don't meet a lot of runes, you know? And he's like, that's my father's name. And she's like, oh, well, where did he get it? And he's like, I don't. His dad, I guess? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, like so mad he's asking. She's asking she's these like, questions. I'm not asking a difficult question, right? Like, she's looking at, like, Jackson and Suki, yeah. like, you guys know what I'm saying, right? He hates her so much because it's this scene starts off with him actually staring at her in disgust. And he still has his hat, scarf, and jacket on. Yep. He's, like, ready to bolt. Yeah. He's just looking at her in disgust, and he goes, what size shoe do you wear? (laughs) She's, like, a nine, and he's like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. It's excellent. Uh, Yeah. The server comes up, and Suki asks, are your muscles fresh? And he goes, yes. And then Jackson says, well, where are your carrots imported from? Rune says... Is there anything on the menu that isn't French? And Lorelai goes, I'll take a martini and keep them coming. <laughs> I love Rune. 
He's really, really killing it. He is. Next, we cut to the other second date that's happening. We see Rory and Dean are in line in front of Lane and Todd. There's a couple in between them because I think Rory and Dean wanted to give them space to get to know each other. And it's clear that Rory is trying to watch them or like spy on them. And Dean says to let them be, let them figure stuff out for themselves. And we cut to then Lane and Todd talking about music. And I shouldn't even say Lane and Todd. It is literally just Lane talking about music. Mm -hmm. She talks about Beck. She talks about the Foo Fighters, the Velvet Underground. And then she asks what his favorite Fugazi song is. And he's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, you know, your shirt, Fugazi. And he's like, this is my sister's shirt. (laughs) She's like, oh, well, do you like to read any books? And he's like, mm. No. Yeah. And I think Lane is slowly realizing this is a mistake. Mm-hmm. Because he's coming off like very like skateboarder, stoner boy to me. Yes, absolutely. Which is fine, but. Well, because Lane even says like, what's your major? And he's like, well, I think I'm going to major in gym because then my senior year, I only have to take four classes. <laughs> And then pans back to Rory, and, and she's like, to Dean, she's like, Jim? Yeah, and he's like, we just build bikes together, and he has the better tools. Yeah. Clearly our theory of them not really knowing each other that well is shining here. Mm-hmm. But they end up going into the theater, and then we come back to the restaurant with Suki, Lorelai, Jackson, and Rune. Suki really keeps pounding in on having conversations with Lorelai and Jackson just being totally left out. And at this point, I think he's not even trying to actively engage. No. And she's like, remember when we did this? Remember when we did this? And Lorelai is like trying to bring Jackson into the conversation, but Suki keeps pushing him back out Mm -hmm. to the point where Lorelai is like, Uh, we need to go powder our noses. We need to go to the bathroom. And as she leaves, Rune's like, you're going to need a lot of powder. (laughs) Like, what the heck? I love it. So she pulls Suki aside and she says, no matter how many beers you buy me, I'm not the one going home with you tonight. And Suki admits, like, this place is too fancy. My hair is too tight. This dress is all wrong. I don't know what to do. And she's Laura, like, I really like him. He looks so good. Doesn't he look so good? Yeah. And Lorelai says, let's just go to Luke's. I can take your hair down in 10 seconds. Let's Please. go to Luke's and just have burgers. And she says, I think you're wrong about the dress. Mm-hmm. It looks great. So they establish that they're going to leave and go to Luke's, which I think is a great idea. Yep. It's it should have been Luke's the whole entire time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think like a... A double date at a fancy restaurant is just not the vibe. Like, if you go on a double date, it's, like, people you're friends with. You want to do something fun. Yeah. Like, go somewhere enjoyable. Mm -hmm. And I think this just set the bar, like, way too high. (laughs) Way too high. Yeah. I think Lorelai needs a little bit of a confidence boost, too. Mm -hmm. So she needs to go see Luke. Yeah. (laughs) That's very, very true. We are at the movie now with Lane and Todd and Dean and Rory. And Lane is still trying to figure out how her and Todd can connect. She asks him if he has a favorite movie. And his reply is... Beethoven. With the dog. (laughs) And he says, there's this scene that, like, he runs with, like, a whole head of lettuce in his mouth. And it made my Dr. Pepper come out of my nose. I laugh so hard. And Lane's just like, this is going nowhere. (laughs) This is going nowhere. I always ask, I need to know what someone's favorite movie is. Mm -hmm. I have to. What's your favorite movie? I don't. No, don't ask me that. So Jaws. It's Jaws. But... I don't like being asked that question. I understand. Because there's so many But you can ask other people that question? Yes. One time this guy came up to me. It was like biking to work and I put my bike on the chain lock and he came up to me and he was like, whoa, it's too early in the morning for you or something like that. And he's like, can I get your number? I never met him. And I was like, what's your favorite movie? And he was like, Blade Runner. Oh. Okay. 
This was like not the remake Blade Runner. Okay. So okay. I, I did give him my number, but I, he never called, texted me. I'm really glad that that works for you <laughs> because my husband's favorite movie is, I couldn't even tell you. I, would but, you date somebody if they said they're like, would you go, like, would you be like, this can't work if it was Beethoven? No, I like Beethoven. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. I kind of think it's like so weird that I'm like, sure, I'll give this a try. Yeah. But if someone says like a Marvel movie, I'm out. I am out. That's where you draw the line? No. I'd be like, no, no. I think you can tell a lot about a person by their favorite movie. Sure. You know. For me, anyways, I'm sure the people have, like, it could come down to favorite band, which she's already tried to do with him. Right. So she's moving on, or book, or favorite book, or whatnot. What's a band that you would be like, no, we're not, this can't? Probably, like, I don't know, Marilyn Manson or something. Um. I, I'm not super judgy on music. I understand, but if somebody did say Marilyn Manson, I wouldn't have an issue so much with the music yeah, that I would with it, the person, with the artist. Yeah. 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 Um. But still, I don't really find myself drawn to Marilyn Manson music. No. But I try not to be too judgy on music. I am more judgy about movies and TV shows. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's good. I think it's fun. I'm not to derail I think you this. And Lane have that in common. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah, I think that's fun. <laughs> I don't though. know why we got so far out of off topic. No, but I think it's good to. I I think it's fun to yeah. watch this because it's like with Lane, she. You just don't know. You can't just look at somebody and be like they're cute and. She's slowly learning that looks are not everything when it comes to having a relationship. Mm-hmm. And there has to be more there for her to be invested. And she's almost having kind of a rune experience herself. Right. Right. Not that he's as rude. He's just not interested and he's not giving her anything. Right. And they have nothing in common. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of having a Lorelai experience right now. Yeah. Which is kind of fun because it's not Rory this time. True. Very true. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, like when you're in high school... Things are so superficial. Like, this is a very realistic experience where you're, like, really interested in someone based on how they look or how they present themselves. And then when you truly get to know them, it's a no for me. It's a hard pass. Mm-hmm. hmm You yeah. take that Marvel movie and you shove it. No, just kidding. <laughs> I'm so mean about Marvel, and I, I try not to be, but... Some people have their thing. It's okay. Lane's is Beethoven. Todd's is Beethoven, you mean? And w- wait, what did you say your husband's favorite movie was? Bryn? I don't remember. Bryn! <laughs> What's your favorite movie? Hunchback. Uh, gee, you're really putting me on the spot here. Okay, well, pick one. Back to the Future. Okay. Oh. Okay. I would go on a date then, totally. Someone you, said Back to the Future. You would go on a date? Yes. Yeah. Good to know. Yep. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. No, it's a good movie. To okay. Thank you for your input. My <laughs> husband's favorite movie is Back to the Future. It's a good one. When we started dating, I had never seen that. <gasps> what? Amy, are you kidding me? No. That movie basically was my babysitter. How did you not see Back to the Future? I don't know. Oh my gosh. But now what I was it like? Seen, I've seen all of them. So, now. wait, okay, how old were you then when you and 32 is oh when I saw them for the first yeah. time? Yeah, what did you think? I loved them. I did not like the third one as much, but I did like I don't one even and two. really like the second one that much. I really just like the first one. Yeah. The second one's fine, but anyway. And yeah. Yes. So, Back to the Future, that's, that's fine. A, yep, you, yeah. Yep. I love Michael J. Fox, and I love mm-hmm. Christopher Lloyd. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. But I think I can't base it solely. I used to be someone like Lane who would base it solely on music interests. Yeah, and I'm not, like, I'm not, like, solely basing anything like that. That was, like, in my... When that guy asked my number, I had no idea who he was. Right. So I needed a quick reference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. can we do this? Mm-hmm. And I think Blade Runner, the original, is actually a pretty cool choice, yeah. personally. Okay. It's not like... Well, now that we have that established, yeah. um, 
Our DMs are open, so just kidding. <laughs> but why didn't he text me, though? He must have been weirded out that I asked him his favorite movie. Yeah, that is kind of like a screen question to ask. What? What's your favorite scary movie? I didn't say scary. I said favorite movie, and I was being charming. Sometimes my personality is so attractive, it turns people off. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, remember we were talking about the show, Gilmore Girls? (laughs) And (laughs) poor Lane. So, God, I can't wait for you know who. I know, me too. Mm. We're getting there. We're Mm -hmm. getting there. So that's where the movie scene kind of ends and Lane officially checks out from that point forward. We have moved our double date to Luke's now. And Lorelai sits at the counter, asks for three, four menus, explains the situation, and tells Luke about how horrible Rune has been the entire evening. Because she's at the... Counter. The counter. Yes, and, and they're then, all sitting in the window. Yeah. And Luke goes, what's a Rune? And she says, please, not that question again. <laughs> And they're talking about the date, and then Rune gets up and he says, I'm I'm bored, I want to go, it's, Sunday's almost over and I want to go bowling. And Jackson's like, well, we're still on the date. And he goes, Jackson, I, first I went to a French restaurant, then I got yanked out of a French And I got stuck with her. Yeah, and he's <laughs> like, just gives this list about why his evening was so horrible to the point where Jackson like actually considers leaving with him and gets ready to go. And then Suki says, don't go. We have barely even started our date. We've barely talked the whole night. And Jackson's like, yeah, you're right. See you later, Rune. And he's like, fine, I guess I'll just see you at home. (laughs) And as he's leaving, Lorelai says, bye, Loon. (laughs) And he leaves. And the two of them are sitting there, and it seems like they're almost immediately comfortable with each other yeah. again. They need, it needed to be just them the whole time. Exactly. As they are sitting there, Lorelai says, why don't you make three of your best cheeseburgers, deliver two of them there, and then I'll have mine here. And Luke's like, I just watched you get walked out on by Rune, and now I'm going to watch you eat alone? No, yeah. And she's like, I'm not going to be eating alone if you're here. Yeah, and she says it very seductively. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, I'm working. She says, I think we're your last customers unless you're waiting for Elijah to show up, which is a biblical reference. He decides to pull out a deck of cards, and they're playing cards at the counter and having a great time. And Suki and Jackson start laughing at their table, and Lorelai says, God, that's nice to be excited and have feelings for someone again. And every little touch is great. And as she says that, she touches his hand. Mm-hmm. And he says, you'll have that again. And Elise is like, yeah, with you. Mm. <laughs> Lucky bitch. <laughs> so it's just like a nice, sweet, gentle moment that immediately gets interrupted by and he's about to ask her out yeah he literally is about to ask her out Mm -hmm. and something else comes in the way yep so we see mrs kim walk by the front of luke's and she looks in and sees lorelei and luke sitting at the counter and luke says so maybe we could you know and before he even finishes the sentence Mrs. Kim comes storming in and she says, where are the girls? Lane said she was going to be with you and Rory. Where are they? And Lorelai's like, they're at a movie with Dean. And she's like, you let them go with a boy? They could be smoking or doing drugs. (laughs) And she's like, they're seeing a movie. She's like, they don't even have the real red vines there. Yeah. And Mrs. Kim is (laughs) very upset. And I think Lorelai is embarrassed because she's like, oh, great. Now something else has happened where you know before I do. Like the Mm -hmm. kissing boys thing. And the bad mom. Yep. Yep. She's fulfilling her stereotype epically. So before Luke can even finish his question, Lorelai is out the door with Mrs. Kim. Mm -hmm. 
and we see Lane and Rory, Todd and Dean leaving the movie. And Todd's like, yeah, we should go get some ice cream. Like, that was really cool. And Lane's like, uh, I should probably be getting home. And suddenly you hear Mrs. Kim like Lane and I she speaks to her in Korean. Rory starts to apologize and Lorelai cuts her off and she says, this is not the time for that. Meanwhile, Todd is like Lane's date. He's like, whoa, that's Rory's mom. She's hot. Yeah. So funny that like Lorelai's his type. Mm-hmm. And also the show had to make sure that we know that Lorelai's a pretty again. Right. And desirable. Yeah. After Ruin. After Ruin, yes. For fear that someone in the world would think she is not attractive. (laughs) And Rory and Lorelai are walking home, and Lorelai says, I need to know where you are at all times, especially when you're wearing my shoes. (laughs) And so they walk home, and it's pretty evident that Lane is going to be locked up for a while now. Mm Mm-hmm. The next scene shows Rory climbing up a tree outside of Kim's antiques. And Lane opens the window, and they're talking about her punishment. She says, a convent was mentioned, Siberia was mentioned, and they were also mentioned in the same sentence. So she's in pretty deep trouble at this point. She's not going anywhere anytime soon. No. I feel so bad for her. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy, but at the same time, I'm like, this is why we don't lie to our parents. Yeah. I mean, it's extreme. She wouldn't have lied to her, though, if she would have been able to have a little bit of freedom. Yeah. Very true. Very true. The two of them are discussing their plans on when they'll be able to see each other. And Lane says, I have no idea at this point what's gonna happen but for right now i'm stuck inside and it's interesting because todd liked her we find out he did which i had no having a lot of fun with her yeah he we had no indication as the audience that he was even interested Mm -hmm. yeah he was he had fun he called but she's like i'm not interested so yeah he's probably gonna be watching marvel movies pretty soon so uh yeah I don't even think Marvel movies were I know, they weren't. But soon. Yes. Yeah. We end with Rory climbing down the tree, which segues us into the next part with Lorelai going inside of Kim's antiques. Lorelai goes to Kim's antiques and wants to talk to Mrs. Kim about what happened the night before. She's really trying to have a heart-to-heart with Mrs. Kim to kind of help Lane out because she thinks her punishment is too harsh. Mm -hmm. I understand that because it is harsh, but a part of me is also like, Lorelai, you probably should just mind your own business because you could potentially make it worse. Mm -hmm. But she says, I've never met a kid who respects her parents more than Lane respects you. And she's speaking from her own experience saying... I was with parents who watched over me like a hawk and controlled every little thing I did, and I still ended up getting pregnant. Mrs. Kim says, so you blame your parents for you getting pregnant? And she says, no, but I think if I had a little bit more freedom, maybe it wouldn't have happened. Mm -hmm. And I, I understand what she's trying to say, but at the same time, I don't think Lane and Lorelai are similar in that way. I think Lorelai did things without a lot of guilt because they're not religious. Mm-hmm. Where I think there's an element of like religious guilt to Lane. I guess I don't think that. I understand why Lorelai is saying something because raising kids in a very high controlled situation is not going to turn out for the best. Mm-hmm. I mean, her being locked up for weeks and months right. for going for lying. Yes, I understand that. But Lorelai is really just trying to say, hey, sometimes this can make the situation way worse. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think Lorelai wants Lane to have a situation similar to her, like something to end up bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she says to Mrs. Kim, I don't want her to end up pregnant like me. Or I don't want her, I don't want Lane to turn out like me. Yeah, and Mrs. Kim goes, I don't want her to turn out like you either. (laughs) So funny. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I get why she's doing it. Mm-hmm. I, and yes, it is not great to comment and comment on other people's parenting. I agree with that. But in this situation. Yeah, this is a special circumstance. Yeah, it's a little extreme. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. No, I think I, I understand why she's being punished. Mm-hmm. But for there to not be an end date on it. The severity is, is a little. This is more like you catch your daughter in the midst of making love. Oh my god! I'm so sorry, everyone. I said that, or like doing dr- like hard drugs or something, or yeah, you know, even pot or whatever for right. you know. But um, for going to a movie with a boy, that's yeah. a little extreme. Just make the punishment a little less. So the scene ends with Lorelai knocking over a glass jar, and there's this little like. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> you, you break, break your it, body. You buy it, right? $35. And that's where the scene ends. Great. Because mm-hmm. Mrs. Kim already thinks so highly of you, Lorelai. Good work. <laughs> we are ending this episode at Luke's Diner with Rory and Lorelai discussing that Suki and Jackson have now gone on three dates and how cute it is and how happy they are for them. And then Rory gets a page, and it's Lane, and she calls Lane on Lorelai's cell phone, and Lane says, I can go as far as the sign, and she's standing out in her front yard. So they're easing up on her she can go punishment. Out outside a little bit. Yes. Instead of just being in her room. Right. And maybe that had something to do with Lorelai. I think it did. Not. I yeah. think it did. Yeah. If that scene just happened before that, I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. Yeah. Lorelai got her can... thinking a tiny bit. Exactly. Uh, But while Rory is out and on the phone, Luke comes to the table to bring coffee. And he asks how everything went with Lane and Rory and whatever. And then says that he had a great time playing cards. And Lorelai says she had a good time, too. And he says, I'd love to do that again sometime. Well, like, he starts, he's like, before you left, I didn't ever get a chance to. So this is him almost trying to say, I didn't get a chance to ask you out. Right. And Lorelai's like, you didn't get a chance to do what? Why? Why does she play games with him, but no one else? I think she wants him to just say it. Like, go on a date. So she is not taking her own advice. Yep. Because she You're tells right. Suki that she needs to grab the opportunity and just ask Jackson to go on the date. But now she won't do that with Luke. Mm-hmm. And now they have the same awkwardness that Suki and Jackson had in the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. So now we're just mirroring the same thing. And okay, this has kind of got me riled up because now I'm thinking... Do you think that Lorelai, in her subconscious, is like, is Suki going to get another offer? Or is Jackson the one? And that's it. Because she even says when she's sitting with Luke at the counter, I already picked out my bridesmaid's dress and it's blue, which, spoiler alert, it is actually blue. Oh, yeah. When they get married. I think for Lorelai, she's like, is Suki going to get another chance at something like this? Or is this the one? So she should just ask him out and get it over with. Where in Lorelai's mind, she's like, I deserve to be chased by men Mm. because I'm quite the catch. So I'm not going to ask them out Mm -hmm. because I want the chase. That makes it exciting for me. And if I just give in and ask myself... Then it loses the element of me being wanted and needed and desired. Well, she loves being chased. Right. But then I sit here and I, I've i spent a lot of time just thinking about Lorelai and Luke and my personal life <laughs> <laughs> to this point where it's really weird. But I th- try to figure out what's going on in Lorelai's brain because to me, he's like the total package, like, duh. And I think she knows that too, but I think it comes down to the friendship. Mm-hmm. Like, she is scared that she will lose it. Well, that's the same thing with Suki and Jackson. Yeah, that's true. But so I think it's like, Luke... why is your situation different? Why do you... Well, I think, I don't know. I feel like her and Luke are a little bit more close than Jackson and Suki. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And I think it's easier to, to give your friends advice than take your own. Sure. I don't know. I get what you're saying. I do think that she thinks she's quite the catch. But I don't know. Yeah. I just, as someone who has always been the sidekick, 
I see that happening with Suki. Yeah. And it's like, are you encouraging her because you don't think there's anyone else in the world? Or are you encouraging her because you want her to have that confidence and to do something for herself and be proud of herself Mm -hmm. and whatever? I don't know. I think that she really does think that they would be a good match. Yeah. And she's watched them flirt and bicker and it's like they're an old married couple just do it you know Mm -hmm. but she cannot just look at herself in the mirror and be like this is the same exact thing with luke but she knows i don't know how to i don't know i think she knows too and she knows luke likes her yeah it's just an element of creating this tension for the chase it's all about the chase and i get it and does she think that maybe she can get somebody better than Luke? That's what I think. What the f- I'm sorry. Who? Because look at how long it takes for them to actually get together. Yeah. And if we get them together now, what's the point of Christopher coming back? Because mm. that- To make my a- life a living hell? Yeah. Yep. Yep. That would be Basically. the point. Yeah. <laughs> This is a, if you think we don't like Max and Dean, you've oh, seen nothing No, yet. I know. I'm going to have to calm down about it, Christopher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I'm my husband was on that episode, it'd not be pretty because mm. he hates Christopher. Yeah. Not only does he hate the character, he hates the actor. Too. I think my biggest problem with this, with Christopher, is the actor, to be honest. Yeah. And I don't want to. I hate putting down other actors. I don't like that. I, it's not that, that he's a bad actor. Yeah. It's just he reminds me of this guy that would just be so difficult in, like, customer service if you had to, like, yeah. wait on him or anything. I don't know. Yeah. I think he should have been played by Chris O'Donnell. But mm-hmm. um, another Grey's Anatomy, a man. Yeah. Let's let's say Okay, that. okay, I'll save it. Because that's three episodes from now. Is it three? No, it's, it's two. Episode 15. Well he come doesn't he come at the end of He uh, comes 14? at the end of fourteen, but for a snippet. For a tiny snippet. Yep. And I remember watching that with my mom. Oh. But I'll save that okay. for when we get there. Dang, I wanna know. So double date ends with the awkwardness of Luke and Lorelai trying to figure things out. And because he walks away kind of annoyed. And I think annoyed with himself uh-huh. and with her. Because now he's like, is this just going to be a thing now? Yeah, or it's like, what? Uh, Yeah, where is this going? And she ends it kind of like looking at her coffee. And then she like looks up at Luke mm-hmm. as he's walking away and kind of has a smirk on her face. Like, ooh, maybe he, her, her, she still seems positive where he seems negative. Mm-hmm. I, I don't agree. Know. Because I think she's like, oh, I got him. Hook, line, and sinker. He's ready for the chase. Where I don't think Luke wants to do that. I know. He doesn't like to chase, I don't no, think. No. He's too busy. Yeah. He's got other stuff to do. I don't know what he's doing. What, do what do you think his hobbies are besides fishing? Owning a restaurant. That's his hobby. You don't think he does anything else like woodworking? Maybe. Well, he does do woodworking. Wait. Oh, yeah, you're right. Does. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, I mean, that those are his hobbies. That's all he's got. Mm. So that's where we'll leave you with the end of this episode, and we'll gear up for our town meeting. We call this town meeting to order. Okay, we have a few town meeting things to cover. First, um, I created a Pinterest account. With the same underscore, growing up Gilmore underscore, with all of the books that we've seen Rory read so far, or have even mentioned or talked about so far in season one. And I'll make a different board for each season. I figured that's the easiest way to introduce that. Um, Unfortunately, because we're still pretty small, we can't do an Amazon storefront. So I figured Pinterest is a good way for us to still display all of that Mm -hmm. without, you know, whatever. So after that, then, we were discussing the pop culture references for this episode. And there were 20 pop culture references, but we did leave two out of the TikTok. One being the Anvil Mm -hmm. from, like, Looney Tunes. And then two being Beck, because Beck is brought up. 
in conversation unprompted by Lane. Yeah, kind of quippy. Right. So we decided, well, we'll just include that then in the playlist, which I'm still working on. Yeah, and I I will eventually make a TikTok about all the music, and I have an idea growing for that. I haven't fully committed to the the music yet, the music TikTok. Yeah. But there will be something. So we're working on that. We are going to go back to one TikTok a week. So Tuesdays will be our TikTok days. Yes. We post every day on Instagram for the most part. So please make sure to follow us there as well. And I think that's it for... I have like one thing. Oh, sure. So the last... Paris is burning. So I was like re-listening to the episode. And I called Rory a woman. Um, It was in regards to Lorelai dating Max. And that Rory's a woman now and needs to know about that. I know she's still... A kind of a child. I meant to say she's becoming a woman. She's still wow, a kid. Wow, what a mistake. I can't just, believe you said that. I also in one episode <laughs> said that Rory was like a, I meant to say like a 70-year-old woman when like Dean knocks on the window. And I'm like, why does she? he think that she's a seven-year-old woman? I, I say seven-year-old woman. Oh, really? And so I, 70? Yeah, I think so. And I'm like, that is hilarious. But I I did mean 70. Yeah. The way our dynamic (laughs) works here is that I edit the episodes and Uh then I have Elise listen to them. Yeah. So we can like pick things out. And I listen to it usually two or three times before I send it to her. And then she'll listen to it like two to three times. Uh But there's still things we miss. I mean, it's impossible Mm -hmm. with just a two woman show we are planning season two because we couldn't help ourselves and we have the recipes picked out for season two we have guests for season two which will be so fun fun. yes we got some great gilmore people yes i'm so excited Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of things in the works we're still having a great time we really appreciate those of you that come back and listen every single week it means so much to us and We love that we just get to talk about Gilmore Girls. Mm -hmm. I think that's where we will end for this week. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye.